live from Telemundo. <laughs> it's the Weekly DLC. <laughs> it's the Weekly DLC. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. This is the summer edition. Mm. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Crush, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Goal! And Daniel Jing. Hello. And if you're not familiar with what we do, we come to you every week at a table of some kind. <laughs> um, and we sit around a table. We have some fun nerdy topics, usually pop culture. And uh, mm-hmm. we each come up with a topic of our own, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we have some fun discussions. We yeah, hope you yeah, enjoy yeah. watching it. It's a pleasant day in SoCal right now. How you guys been? We're not in SoCal. We're somewhere far away. We're in... We're on the moon. Yeah. SoCal, Argentina. <laughs> uh, I've been good, actually. There's a surprising this week. A lot's been going down. Um, I watched Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. Me too. It has a lot of strobe light effect. They warned us before Very we saw. Did you go at your ticket booth? They, they, didn't, they didn't verbally warn us. There was but like a there sign. was a sign yeah. like when you're buying your ticket, like please be aware of the Disney movie Incredibles that has a you know struggling effect. The thing is, like I thought, you know, like that's just a nice way to tell you, like, hey, there's gonna be like a. Cu-. It was pretty fucking bad, dude. Like, really? I feel like they they have to like emphasize more, like it is full screen. Like, do you remember what? I forgot. Kids epilepsy from a show like po- Pokemon. Yeah, Porygon episode. It was like it is that bad. I think like were they gonna have? But to... it's not a full episode's worth of it. It was it was that intensity, yeah. but like for maybe thirty seconds, this a like varying degree. Twelve seconds. What of full on action? Um, <laughs> so I watched a different movie. I really liked it. Really liked it. Um, I I enjoyed the family. It's not aspect. about you. It's about me right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> not go for it. No, <laughs> no. I enjoyed the family aspect much more. Mm-hmm. Like it built on everything, uh, but I felt like villain-wise, I much more preferred what they brought. Or antagonist-wise, I enjoyed the first one. Gotcha. Antagonist more, <clears throat> but I was like, not not. I know that in this first one or the second one, I had called it. Like I even like I took my little sister, the little one, the little and one. I like whispered to her, "I'm like, it's this person. She sees dead people." <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, what? I'm like, you'll get it. You'll get it. And then later Pass on, the like, popcorn. called in. She's like, hmm? Um, <laughs> and then, okay, so we watched Incredibles. Um, I got a Tetsu. <laughs> hey, congrats, very, dude. Very exciting. I'm very happy with the, um, the outlook, and it'll, it'll probably be a thumbnail. You'll see it on on the podcast Somewhere. thumbnail if you go to the YouTube for the weekly DLC. Um, if not, check you out on social media. Check me out. So they say uh, <coughs> getting a tattoo is like getting a constant beasting. Is that a Oh, truth? yeah, that's right. You had that question outside of the podcast. What are you talking about? This is what question? Crazy. We don't talk to <laughs> each other before the podcast. That's um, weird. <laughs> um, I would say I feel like a beasting would be more powerful because there's like venom involved. Hmm. Um, so it was like, so beasting is 11. This okay. was a nine. Ooh. Like still pretty but it's constant still pretty, and right? it's constant you get used or it's to like it, though. Oh, okay you get used to it but there are moments where like he'll mm-hmm. go over like a certain area so my original idea was to get it on the i got it on the side of my leg originally I was going to get it on my calf which is the back of the leg mm-hmm. so you're like i want to see this too well no actually i <laughs> the whole time i was like the back of my leg, back of my leg and the guy comes up he's like is your first tattoo i'm like yeah and he's like i think you should put it on the side it'll be more more visible to you and i'm like back of my leg and he's like if it's your first one that's a tender area, it's going to hurt more than normal, than an average tattoo. And and then, like, as he positioned it, like, he has, like, a stencil. He, like, showed it to me how it looks in the back and on the side. And I'm like, it looks sick on the side because it's, like, facing the same direction that mm. I walk. So it, like, mm. looks like 
it's flowing with me as I walk. So I ended up doing it that way. And some of the hair that he drew or like tattooed on um, kind of got to the back of my calf. And holy moly, I was like <laughs> a little bit glad. <laughs> and then the day with that. At least it wasn't like those videos where they're crying. Like, <laughs> but um, I mean, doable. And I'm like, I'll gladly do it again. Yeah? I, if, if anything, I'll probably just stick to that leg and just do that, fill up the whole leg oh, eventually. Nice. Cool. Uh, video game related stuff. Um, so I have a question about the tattoo. Yeah, it's a dragon. It is a dragon tattoo. Does the dragon have a name? The dragon does not. Shenron. No, I was kidding. Or what's his name? Shenron. Shenron. Yeah. Is that the from Dragon Ball? Z? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> all. It could be some other name. So <laughs> this is another thing. Like this is so bad for on my end. Right. It, my very first tattoo, but up until literally five o'clock, which was like the hour I was supposed to start getting tattooed. I didn't even see the design. Oh, that that then, would nerve wreck me. And then... Because I would start thinking about it. The thing is, like, I've seen a lot of his work. Okay. I wasn't worried it was going to be bad. Cool. But I, I I, love this design. Like, I'm super satisfied. Yeah, like, I'm actually legit. really, really happy with it. But I would still have loved to have a choice. Like, him, like, bust out with, like, three versions or something. Mm. And, and so, <laughs> but, like, when he, when he was, like... What did he say? He showed it to me. And he, I remember what he specifically asked, but it was it was along in my head it was along the lines of like he can change it up still, but I was like no no it's really good I like it, and then like as it the, the moment came for me to sit in the chair I was like do you have any other dragon head designs he's like no this is the only one and I'm like, I'm like what the hell did you ask me the question for but then he was like I it was have a, a test. I have a I have a book full of stencils of like ones I've already drawn I can easily do any of those if you want me to and I look through the whole thing and it's like I don't care for any of those things dragon tattoo is perfect. Um. Yeah, and then color-wise, I asked him like, you know, what color? And he's like, I don't know, green. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, it looks legit. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks okay. really good. So it's that's just funny. Like, I just went with the flow, and it ended up working really well for me. Nice. Um, I was, but like, yeah, deep down, I was like, if this fucking blows, I'll be so fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else? Um, I got fake Yeezys. <laughs> Woo. Congrats! <laughs> I ordered these a while ago before I had a tattoo. Got them after I had a tattoo. Damn. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know my full website. And the, the reason I ordered them is I've been watching a lot of YouTube about them ordering off of this website specifically. I'm not going to name it. Um, and the guy talked about how the shoes seem pretty legit, like quality wise. Mm-hmm. Like not even like the fact that they were like supposed to be a knockoff or whatever. Look wise, yeah. Yeah, look wise. And I was like, I honestly, I've always wanted to have. A, a, a easy looking shoe and this way i don't have to worry about taking care of it and it turned out really nicely like these are really comfortable cool. like shoes in general so nice. happy with the shoes uh, they're like 12 bucks Damn. <laughs> so not too bad um so we did that we did that what else what else what else what else did i do guys you tell me <laughs> oh. um i talked about upgrade last time yeah hmm haven't really touched Moonlighter. Okay. I found out the game I was talking about, by the way. Just a segue. Hold on. Wizards of the West. Yeah. Uh, of the North. realm? Or you something? Royal it. realm. <laughs> it's Royale. wizards. I remember it was wizards. 
<laughs> I know it was Wizards it doesn't Down. Matter. You don't even Stop. Know. Okay, fine. Realm Royale. <laughs> what have you been up to, Jay? <laughs> the stream life. Oh, actually, you know what? I've been fucking applying to so many jobs. Like, I'm Casey like Neistat. Mo- Mozart, dude. Dun, dun, dun. Just, I've been up, <laughs> up, dude. Dude, making a resume just takes a lot of. Because you got to cater to that specific yeah. company. It just takes so much time. Like, I'm just not very not happy with work right now. I'm overworked, underpaid. So I hope your boss doesn't listen to the podcast. I hope I, I that's I don't care anymore. Like that's how Come on, I don't care. Me, yeah, do yeah, I don't care I'm anymore. Right yeah, if they're listening, whatever. It's a f- it's a liberating feeling, but yeah. it's also painful because you're in that state. <laughs> but it's liberating in the sense that you're not hiding anymore. Right. You're not just like nervous or anything. Um, Good luck. I played a lot of games this weekend. Did, that's all I did. Resume in games: Hollow Knight, Realm Royale, Fortnite. And Dark Souls, like pretty much. I'm pretty much done with Dark Souls. I cannot. I just had to beat the last boss, but there's like four optional bosses I have to beat before. Because I, I did. I wasn't looking at a guide. I was like, you know what? This is the last boss. I didn't want to. I want to clean up everything. And it's not. It's not that hard. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Cool. Ornstein and Schmel is the hardest. They're considered the hardest bosses. In Do they have a nickname? Games. They do? I don't know. Oh. Shake and they, bake. Someone, someone kept on calling him the lawyer because his last name is Ornstein. Uh, Jewish. No. Ornstein. <laughs> they said the lawyer. The lawyer and I don't know <laughs> what they call the other guy. Okay. But cool. Yeah. The stream life, dude. And VidCon starting tomorrow. You, you got videos? Panel? You're going to be at a panel? I, I think I'm just doing reviews? panels, dude. There, there is no, so as a creator, you don't yeah. get a... You, you don't have go, that many panels for yourself? I can visit you? What are you oh, talking dude. about? Huh? Oh no 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 no! I'm going to panels. Yeah, you're attending. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. There's. It's just like from nine to five, just packed back to back, back to back panels. Um, I want to learn a lot. I feel like I don't know. Want to meet Markiplier? See, so one. you can't do signings if you're a creator badge. You you can do a meet with a creator and just get ideas off of them, but it's only one creator, and I didn't get any of my creators. The the lottery was not. Good to me, but so wait, you got a creator badge. I have a creator badge. Nice, congrats. So I'm just gonna, another step in. I'm just going to try to road. road I mean, to it's, E3. Not, it's not hard road to get to E3. I think anyone can buy a creator badge. Man, don't you tell don't... me that. Don't tell them that. Make him se- make it sound <laughs> prestigious. But um, <laughs> actually, people want to buy the regular badge because they want to do the meet and greets. Okay, they want to meet the people. I'm, not, be... I'm there to learn, dude. Casey, nice that normal badge. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm here to learn, dude. Educate. Nice. I'm curious uh, when you get what, next podcast what, what you've learned. Um, maybe you could impart some of that knowledge. I'm not curious. I'm the not. SEO, dude. <laughs> search search engine optimization. That's that's all I need. Uh, for me, what has been up? Um, Power Rangers. What? <laughs> Just threw a word Furry out convention? <laughs> no. <laughs> neither of those things. Much love to furries. Uh, oh, furry Power Rangers convention. There you go. Wow. Combine them. You're hijacking my section. You, you had your chance. <laughs> hey, you hijacked mine. <laughs> I tried. Um, I played Hollow Knight. Mm. I've been enjoying it. It's, it's very, fun. it's very calming, but at the same time, like I'm eager to get into the meat of it. It's disturbing. Dark Souls meets Metroid. It's yeah. very Dark Souls like. Yeah, some of the fights, like I'm just like going in back and forth, back and forth, just like picking off, and I just want to go and just. Fucking... I forgot to mention, there's a boss in there harder than any of the Dark Souls bosses. How far are you? Uh, I f- so there's. Are I don't you know if you passed fought... the flower part. I just got it. The boss is in the, the, flower? the flower part. Um, is it the bearded guy? Does he have a beard? Oh, so, okay, so in the game, they have dream bosses. He's the second dream boss. 
I feel like you know way more about this game oh, than I. <laughs> I put. I mean, I I played okay. a lot. I've been enjoying. It. I'm I'm lost half the time. Like I beat the the main the first main area, mm. and I was able to move on to the grassy area, whatever the hell the that is. The grassy knoll. Yeah. yeah. And You're I was I was gonna try and go back to the first area because I was like I can beat these clubbing guys a lot easier now and mm-hmm. I for the life of me can't find them oh, shit. and I've just been going laps I'm like I'm gonna give up now I'm just gonna move on I'll come back to them later <laughs> but it, I love the ambience I love that I waited for the switch because I was playing on the go and I docked it played um I don't have you guys heard of a game called Fortnite no, no. I just Indie, uh, right yeah I got a battle pass for it yeah on oh, the switch. Shit. You went <laughs> out. Damn. Well, I figured I was just going to jump in. <laughs> You're marrying this thing at this point. Yeah. No, I, I played one game. Exactly, but you bought a better bet. I commit. <laughs> I know. I got to earn my money. It's like I spent the money. Now I got to make my. I got to make it worth it. Worth it um, yeah, I don't know. I got caught up. I was like, I'll give it a shot. If there's any place, I'll do it on the Switch. Hey, at least you can, you know, connect it to PC and not have to worry about it. Just not connect this shit for anyone. We can take it to PAX. If you guys play, I haven't connected to PS4. I can't. So play. wait, so you played Stunning. it on Switch? There's only Wi-Fi, like internet play, right? There's no local area. So far, as far I, this is my first experience with the game. When, I was get, going through all the settings. It when seems you, like it's only like Wi-Fi. When you start the game, um, is there like a screen where it t- actually to play uh, uh, 100 player Royale or or it, um, something versus I, something? I still haven't figured out how to do the solo. I just want to do solo, but it's like oh. 50 v 50. And I'm running around I'm like, is this guy my friend? And then I die. I'm like, no, I guess he's. <laughs> so you're playing fifty v fifty. That's the only one I did so far. Oh, I okay. think I have to change the gameplay. I probably, uh, yeah, I probably gotta f- mess with it. I know, but like as you like load the game, yeah, I don't. Before know Before you start straight... the game, it tells you two game types, which is the single player, and then there's the multiplayer, the royale, I... and then battle royale, and then the auto one. It just had because it's when you, yeah, just it just had the. The squad up section where it's like start That's a game. Weird. So when you turn on the game, it goes straight into that squad up section. I think so. Okay, it, it makes sense because the the it, they probably don't have the the full single player on there. This is money, 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 money. And then um, played a little bit of that. I played a little bit of Wizards, which is my brother has been talking about. It. He's like it's his game of the year. He doesn't play a wide variety of games, but the games he plays, he puts a hundred lots of hours in. And it makes sense to me why he says that because it's very much like Binding of Isaac with a lot more capabilities to it. Like you're a wizard now with like eight different it, attacks. It feels exactly like a game that was inspired by Avatar, Airbender stuff. Like that content mixed with Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Like because you're going into a room, you, you fight everyone off, then you go to the next dungeon and all that. So it's cool vibe. Um then I man, I cannot. I'm a, I'm at a struggle with Destiny. I want to play on PS4. I want to play with people, but the PC is so good. But like, I'm just trying to like everything that I'm trying to do with PS4. I'm just like, eh. and then like the fourth shot, I'll headshot him finally. On Whereas computer, on PC, you, I'm you, just you like play mouse and keyboard. Yeah, he's like play controller. Yeah, play controller on on PC. No, why? That's that. It feels good on mouse and keyboard. You feel good on that. I do. So what you need good, to do bro. is, hey, how you doing? You need to buy a Zim. A Zim. Buy Zim. I'll, how am I gonna use it on the couch? Get those like <laughs> lap things. How do you put your PC on the couch right now? I so if I'm playing PC, I'm at my PC area. If I'm gonna use mouse and keyboard, then I gotta use. I, 
You, so the Zim you play on your PC, it just it's streaming your no. PS4 to no, your PC. No, no, no. Con- it converts the mouse and keyboard into a. So I play my PS4. Oh, connect right. the Zim it's, mouse and keyboard. So you, it's, it's, still, it's so it's connected to the PS4. Yes. Okay. It's dangerous. Headshots. I've seen people stream with that. All I know is headshots. You can you can do remote play on your PC. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, there's too many Wi-Fi things that are going on with the but podcast but episodes. Stuff. That's true. I don't want to humble brag. Um, so I'm at a struggle of like it feels better on there, but I I went back to PS PS4 and I was like I'm behind. I'm gonna do all my milestones and I'm like I like this, but they need to link it. What are they doing? I feel like it, I know Fortnite is having this struggle right now, and it's bringing it to the forefront. And we we didn't really talk about it too much because our we, our E3 post episode was like two hours long, but. The whole idea of not just cr- I, it doesn't need to be cross play. It just I want to be able to take my account. I just right. want to be like, okay, take this progression. Let me continue it. Exactly. No, 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 no because that's taking money away from them. <laughs> well, no, they can like I'm fine. Okay, maybe they could be like, all right, if you want to do that, you have to add another five dollars to your. Now you're taking more account. money away from me. No. Well, no. then for the people that want to do it, they, I don't know. Some they could make it. They can make it work. But if they the, want what to. was it? It was like a uh, a previous like. Sony employee, like a CEO, the or? the the post, yeah, yeah, the previous head of Sony, yeah, entertainment talked about like how it's it's literally money. Like you, yeah, why would you want to have someone go on like buy it on a different system and then just play it on PS4? Like he does, they 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 want that money to them, so then they want the money to be bought through them. I guess that's a basic way of saying. It, but if like if I'm playing more here, what there's the odds of me spending more money could, is likely to be on yeah. here too. So I, I don't know. It's a it's an ongoing struggle, uh, but I would love if I could just cross it over between that. And then finally, I've been itching to play like a really nice like after God of War and a few of these games. I realized I have some backlog of some games, and I started a Bloodborne f- for the first time, like like fully. First, I mean not first time. I should say I should preface that I bought it once when I first got my PS4. I was still in the house where you create your character. And there's a lab, and that thing mauled me, and I couldn't get past it. And I was like, I'm putting this back into this. I'm going back to GameStop. Returned it. They gave me my full refund. I was like, all right, cool. And then I think a month or two passed. I was like, you know what? I was listening to people talk about it. It's like, yeah, it's really hard. But like when you learn the curve, it's like, you know what? I'll give it another shot. Bought it. Never touched it. I was like, but I'll get to it. Because I was deep in Destiny at that time. <laughs> now, I was like, all right, it's time. I'm ready because I've beaten all the Valkyries and <laughs> with the experience from playing um, Hollow Knight. Yeah, the Hollow Knight experience, watching Jang play Dark Souls, <laughs> everything lined up, and I went to that wolf and, he, and killed he killed me. But then I was outside and it lets you get your gun and your weapon, and I shot it two times and it died. I was nice. like, "Bitch, I got you, <laughs> got you." <laughs> so yeah, that, that's pretty much how most of the like Bloodborne slash Dark Souls games is. It pins you up against a monster that you're generally supposed to lose to. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone keeps telling me. They're like I was, spo- I'm not supposed to be able to beat that wolf. That's what I kept hearing. You can't. It's just tough. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but it's just like, two shots. Well, once you pick that stuff up, but generally when you when you oh, you're saying outside, like this... you're supposed to pick up your stuff and walk away. Like uh, so, what? you you wanted revenge. No, but it wouldn't let me go anywhere when I was outside. Oh, I had to go back right. inside, maybe kill it, right. and then open a door, and maybe then all right. of a sudden I could do yeah. all this shit. Like the so he's playing like the remastered. Um, Jang is Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah. There's, there's a like, y- so 
you th- you find a boss twice, I think, the same boss, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to run away from him the first time mm-hmm. because you don't have a weapon. Mm-hmm. But you could technically kill him without a weapon. Like mm. that's the challenge people give yeah. themselves. Like they start the game and like I'm gonna beat this fool without okay. obviously dying because if you die it kicks you out and yeah. then you have to finally get the weapon and come back. So they will restart the game, keep trying to kill him Damn. without a weapon. And you don't get anything extra. You get the exact same it's loot just like from the, him killing him with the, the weapon. The, the, the self <laughs> no trophy. But nothing. like I'm at now where I'm in the in the Yarnum or whatever the hell mm-hmm. and there's this big guy with a hood and an axe and I can't oh, beat him. Yeah, he's tough. You have to parry him. I don't even know how to do that. I'm just trying just, to dodge. So right when yeah, he ever parry. hits, you're supposed to shoot the gun. It's kind of like... Oh, I'm supposed to have my gun out? I put it away because I was like... I should, oh. I should. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 well, it just depends on your play style. Yeah, you can do stuff with dodging, but parry is like the easiest way because if you time it right, he gets stunned and I then you just... More openings. And it's just, like, okay. You just obliterate him. Mm-hmm. I'll get past him. Hopefully by next podcast. But uh, it's just like I'm switching between all these games. I'm just like boom, boom. I can't, like, I'm not settled into any one, which is a pain, but at the same time, there's so many good games out there right now that I'm like, I want to taste. I, oh, I played a little bit more Octopath. Oh, shit. It is really beautiful. Like, you guys like the old school, like, Final Fantasy 1 through 4, 5, 6? Like, you download it. It, like, it takes that and just polishes it off. And it reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of, like, isometric, like, Ooh. it adds depth to it, even though it's, like, flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, some some things happened this week. We can talk about some of that with some of our topics, but hmm. who wants to start? Uh, I can. You want to, or do you want me? I can. You can go. All right, I'll go. Um, we've. I mean, we've we've with E three. We we had like eight different E three podcasts. We kept talking about like who wins and who succeeds and like how. In a lot of them, we brought up Fortnite as an example of like in order to be like they're the the dog to beat right now in terms of like getting audiences, getting, but. The more more games we saw at E three, and the more I've just been thinking about, it, I'm like, does every game need to draw? Like, does player count matter with every game? Like, in 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 the idea of like, does a game need to sell or be successful? And is that the main goal of these developers all the time? So it's like a a a, a tough line that they face of being an art where mm-hmm. they're trying to tell them a story or a message. Versus being a successful game, and what what's their mission? What's what's your guys' perspective on like? What do you enjoy? What do you what do you like to see? I, what do you hope for? When it, when it so I, to, yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts. When it comes to a game, there's there's two completely different people working on it. There's the people that obviously love games, or the ones making mm-hmm. the game. They mm-hmm. want to make this game enjoyable. Yeah. And then there's there's a corporate side, the side that. I, we want money out of this game. Like we we don't want to lose money out of this game. It's an investment. And yeah, it's an investment. So then there, obviously, there's, like, you got to do that balance of, like, you want this game designer to do this best, but you also want him to implement things that can help you make more money, either by microtransactions or just, like, extra content that you can buy later. Um, it's generally the route that's going now, has been going. Um, but then we've seen, like, a lot of backlash with that. You know, like, we had Battlefield. Um, Battlefront. Battlefront. Um, and then we had... Destiny kind of just muddled the the expansion w- method of it uh, because they had you rebuy the whole game again after you loaded everything um, to continue playing the new ex- newer expansion stuff. Um, but then we have people like Fortnite who have just like they've done every right decision and have made the game very fun. You know, it's it's hundred percent only cosmetics. There's no extra 
like actual gear that that makes you better in the game in general. And they've been making a shit ton of money off of that. They've been they released it also on mobile, and they've made even more money. They yeah, like yeah. twenty five million at some point or whatever per month or some shit like that. Two two million uh, people jump on jumping on it. On the switch within like the day of it getting, yeah, and then half of them finding out they can't because it linked it to PlayStation Four. But uh, <laughs> and no, no fault of of Fortnite uh, or Epic. Um, but I have no clue where I was going with this. But um, <laughs> uh, just get it all out. Just get. Where was I going with this? <laughs> um, so the the the, the balance um, with with E three, we we've seen a change of this. Like we had. Um, uh, Division was one of the biggest ones. They're like, here's a game, full price, and the rest of the content from now on is going to be free for you guys. Uh, it was one of them. Uh, and then we had, I think Battlefront that came out with something. Yeah, they're like, or Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. All the too. newer content is going to be free now. Or yeah, something. but what I'm trying to, what, what I guess what I was trying to get across was like, there's games like Inside, and there's games like Firewatch or. I mean, sometimes some you could, you could even say to the higher quality of like AAA publishers of like Last of Us and um, any number of other games where where it's regardless of, I mean, sales is obviously yeah. a factor, so, but they're they're telling a story regardless of if the market is telling them you need to go battle royale, you need to go free to play. I think with those games is otherwise you're not considered a success. They're more like it's still a big game company, but the the producers or like the creators of that game are more indie and in a sense of like they get less money to create this game so then it's all on them to make like a a fantastic story and um there are games like that 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 um make money i'm trying to like get back to like the the balancing because i keep talking about money um well do you think it's essential that every game be successful like in in on a business standpoint I think it is. I think it is because if if a game is not successful, generally you, you get less funding on a on a next game, or you just completely cut out. You get Bioshock. What happened to Bioshock? What, what, can you the guys that? who made Bioshock they didn't make enough off of Infinite, so their company went under. Well, it got bought out by. But a, as a player, from a player's standpoint, mm-hmm. do you feel like let's say in your let's say hypothetically, some uh, the publisher like um, the guys that developed Bioshock, mm-hmm. they created a game for you. And it was the most mind blowing, memorable experience you've ever had. You you feel emotions you've never felt before. The first Bioshock, but, yes. But it didn't sell numbers. It didn't have widespread uh, love and care, so mm-hmm. people didn't buy it, and they fell under. Mm-hmm. But you always will have that experience of like that. I've, I'll never have that again because but all you these want, you want them to succeed so they can make another one. That's so that's what like what them. if they make something that's not as heartfelt or touching but it is more appealing like on a general sense it's like it's like movies like you Mm -hmm. watch a movie that's very niche you're like that that like it honed in with me i see parallels i'm saying with like other medias but like i'm using movies as an example you're You're saying you you have a movie that hits home with you but it didn't succeed because it didn't it wasn't um accessible yeah and so a lot of studios are like we need to make our games more accessible but as a result they lose um, like John Carter, really love that movie. Fantastic movie. Dark Souls. I'm not. I'm not. I, I know they're successful, but they they're known for like a certain level of quality. But if they were to make their games more accessible, mm. accessibility is te- is oftentimes part tailored with like I would, making a game profitable. A good example is like Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Demon Souls is literally like the uh, the original Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it did fair, but not amazing. And so the game was able to live on, mm-hmm. but they had to kind of rebrand the whole genre of that type. And they were, I, I, I don't know how the hell it happened. <laughs> like, I really don't know how they were able to rebrand it to, to become Dark Souls, actual Dark Souls and become as successful as it is. I feel like it was at a time when, like, we have we had Japanese games coming in that were very difficult. And so, like, that, that, that difficulty setting is what people wanted. They want that challenge. But Demon Souls, like, so imagine Dark Souls just coming out super early and not making its numbers. So they had, they cut out like the online very quickly. I mean, it wasn't quick. It was still a long time, but like they ended up cutting it, and it, it had so much backlash that they I think they like redid it for a while again, but then they cut it off again. Um, and that's a game where it's like I like that style, but I also want them to succeed, and I'm I'm glad that the game exists because I get to enjoy it. But <laughs> that 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 want versus that like the the need like well what's a game that i wish could have continued but stopped because it ended i don't know like i i can't think like, of a, d- game. a couple of studios that come to mind right now be- they did something really cool and it, they, they had a lot of critical acclaim but they didn't make the numbers that they needed to to potentially continue mm-hmm. um their studio would invest them but it was always like a loss of return in i guess in profit but they kept getting acclaim was uh, arcane which did Dishonored, mm-hmm. one, two, and then the, the the separate one, and then Titanfall. I know two. Every, the first one came out. It was all multiplayer. And Dead Space. Dead Space from Respawn. Uh, Respawn. Yeah. Were they Respawn? I thought it was a different studio. It was Visceral. Ra- ra- yeah, Visceral. That's it. Visceral. Uh, but I, I'll use Titanfall first. Is that it was all multiplayer? Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, I want some meat to this. I want a campaign. So yeah. they gave it a campaign. It's really awesome. Like I loved it personally. I know. It was regarded in a lot of uh, news articles and stuff as like really clever ga- design mm-hmm. of levels and stuff. It just didn't sell the numbers. So whether or not they make a third one is now up in the air because of that. But I I love that they went and took that risk. Right. I think that's a, a risk in the game design where it's like we might not see uh, profits from this because of all these formulas in the current market and such. But we think this is cool. We're behind it. Mm-hmm. We think people could get behind it that try it. And like for the people that try it, they can go on in the, in the, in, you know, later on be like, recommend like word of it. Like, man, did you try that? Man, that blew my mind. And like that to me, I would, if I had to pick, like if, if it was like a black and white world where it's like every game is accessible, every game is like widespread, every game versus like niche games. I'm not going to love every game. I'm going to love one of like certain games. I would go more. I would, I'm leaning more in that side because I, <laughs> That's just the kind of player I am. I want I want these experiences. I don't need something like an ongoing like how today is where it's like we need our wows or we need our destinies or whatever where it's like this ongoing thing. I feel like that's more uh, being driven because of the streaming lifestyle. People need this. You guys mentioned before in previous conversations where like streaming dictates a lot of uh, games success. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a brain fart. Hold on. Um. Yeah, a lot of game success, and so they need stuff that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. They need things that, like, if you play a single-player game, it's like, all right, that's done. And now I need to move on. Yeah. Because I need, I am a content creator. This is my living now as a streamer. How do I do that? I can do that with games that are, like, endlessly playable. Um, and that's that works for them, but I'm not a streamer. So, to me, I'm more like, I want I want to experience, like, a movie or, or a show or something. Uh, 
So in that black and white world, I would be the the continuous available to everyone um, situation. Um, and and there's obviously there's more to that answer. Oh yeah, um, like you think about that too. I I want to just really quickly say, it's not it doesn't become the experience; it becomes the experiences you create. Yeah, and that that has its own merits, mm-hmm. which well, I was going to touch on. But yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, so like I mean, so let's let's go with with Bioshock versus titanfall titanfall had two titles mm-hmm. titanfall one and two bioshock had three titles mm-hmm. i would choose the bioshock title because i get an extra game um a, a longer experience as opposed to let's say uh titanfall is a much more enjoyable experience but it's only in two titles i'd rather go with the the the, the um, but i think you're comparing two things that are similar in that sense and that there there were experiences that ended up so not not being successful profit I, I guess profit what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I would I would rather have the um the game company do something that is like a uh like a cheap trick to continue having that funding as opposed to a game doing something crazy and and failing because but it was it was a successful game mm-hmm. like for gamers but not successful in monetary wise so therefore they lost the funding and and they're gone I would, I'd rather they have done something to like a gimmick that that brings in the the, the money for that game so it can continue telling that story okay. i guess is mine so like mm-hmm. mine i i i would sacrifice like quality for qu- quantity i guess if you actually bring it down to like the i mean we're going extremes so <laughs> you might yeah for jang where do you stand on something <laughs> i think I mean, I think now, like, even if a game, like, let's say, very niche and only a few people like it, like, we ha- the internet has, like, crowdfunding resources, so it's not like, I think, like, uh, Psychonauts 2 was kind of crowdfunded. So, like, I feel like companies will do okay. Like, if there's a game, as long as the game is well made and a lot of, or not a lot, a decent amount of people like it, I feel like there's, yeah. there's no hope lost. Yeah, and I think yeah. you touched on something good where, like, we talk about Fortnite being like mm. billions of people are playing it like nothing can compare i don't think a game needs billions of people to succeed it won't compare like right. if you're in a competition with Fortnite, that's a different conversation but if if a game like god of war gets two million uh or purchases like, like a way out which only had like a, a couple like like, like thirty thousand or something or yeah th- uh three hundred thousand is yeah. it was like half a million or something yeah that for for the for the scale of which it was made that is great Right, and I I feel like the, the, our gaming as a as a culture and as a medium is so broad and big now that everything has a market mm-hmm. that I hope people aren't afraid to follow the niches and and like there's a little bit of everything. it's like again I go to movies as, as because it's been in the yeah. industry for as long if not longer than games you have your blockbusters everyone's trying to make a blockbuster everyone's trying to do a franchise but then you got like your Christopher Nolan your Interstellar's or you got your your niche like your your you wouldn't have if everyone followed that mold you wouldn't have your get outs mm-hmm. you wouldn't have your stranger things season twos so <laughs> to, to compare to, I, we uh, haven't made a reference to stranger things yet i had to throw it to, in. to compare like like movie slash shows to, yeah. to video games uh we're talking about like uh single successful games versus like like long extended series games um where like um I'm trying to think of uh, Final Fantasy, because The Witcher Three is yeah. that that's a that's a trilogy. Like there's three. That's Witcher yeah, Three sure. is the third game. Um, 
Final Fantasy has literally like I mean they're all single stories sure. up until it gets they, to there certain could be an ones. argument made there yeah up until it gets to certain ones and they have reoccurring things like chocobos and, and mo- moogles moguls mm-hmm. moguls I um, just wanted to have a conversation about this mainly because like we talk about always like a game needs to succeed a game needs and while that is true we want the best for studios. Yeah. I feel like it should equally be said that, like, if a studio wants to pursue a creative endeavor that may not be the what's in right now or the trend, it's that sh- like that isn't a, a detriment. To, that shouldn't be a detriment to them. Like, it's it's a hard line to be like how far exactly. off. Like, yeah, you're That's not gonna. Not everything's gonna be successful. Like the thing is, like, with with a current studio, I want there to be a cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You know, I want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But for that to have happened, they have to have been successful in the previous titles. Sure. Like, yeah. So this is just a giant ass endeavor. It's like that y- needs success to, to build on. Yeah. And they've because they've they've had the reputation built right. from the Witcher series right. of that quality with a franchise that people knew and be, became more familiar with. They're able to now give themselves the, la- the time they mm-hmm. need. Like a lot of times stu- because you're what you're saying earlier investment then people want return on investment they're like you're not meeting my quarterly earnings get this game out now and they rush it out but they're they're at such a success they're like we're gonna take our time we might remake the game and that might take longer but we know it's worth it but then like if the witcher the original witcher just was not successful therefore there would have been a, these other witchers therefore they're they're probably more likely would not be a 2077 cyberpunk sure so then i would i would say like i would be okay for them to do small gimmicks in those Witcher games to make it successful. So it therefore it, it hinders my overall gaming experience. Like they 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 choose cheap gimmicks that like are are easily readable. But it but it's 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 a for sure way to to make a game successful, and it allows them to build to 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 twenty seventy. Yeah, yeah. But then the th- but then if that is done, what it, what is stopping them from doing that continuously to? 2077 doing those those similar gimmicks where it's like it's for sure it's going to bring in money but it's just a cheap way of telling a story to continue on telling these stories like i think they took things that like with the witcher it's a mix mm-hmm. again like many of these but it, it was the right mixture of all this stuff right. where they took a familiar sort of game style which people love which is like the, the single player rpgs like the fallouts and mm-hmm. the, the oblivions and stuff and they took it and like we can we can go deeper yeah we can take it further, and I'm not saying that the games do have a gimmick that yeah. is, is like a cheap way. I'm just saying, like, if the previous, if if it hadn't been successful, I could be saying now, like, I do wish they had a gimmick to to make it successful, so they can continue to this game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I do want successfulness in these companies, yeah. and I'm okay with them doing cheap tricks to to get there. It's it's a balance, yeah. A lot of these places. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas opposed to you, you, like I feel like the from your black and white, you choose the. I, I've noticed it more lately. Um, I've had a few conversations with friends about like, um, like the that Death Stranding trailer. Mm-hmm. I've some people have talked talked to me and they're like, and that was fucking weird. Oh my God. And I, and then um, other people, I'll, I'll lend movies or recommend movies and shows to people, and they're the things I love, and they're like the weird shit, and I'm like, not enough things get weird. Like, not enough things spice the pot up. Like, this isn't, like, your cookie cutter, like, your 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 serialized, basic. whatever. This is, like, a little different. And, yeah, I've learned, I'm, I'm accepting it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I can't go around being like, everyone will love this, like a Marvel movie or something. But 
when I think of it, like to me, Vampire's Kiss by Nicolas Cage is one of my all like favorite movies because it's so fucking bonkers. He cranks it to eleven, <laughs> and then he just lets it. But it's incoherent. Yeah. Like he's just rambling. He's goofy. There's no like semblance of like a deep story. But I'm like, I don't know. I feel like more to in, from the lens I've had and all these things we see, and like not more things in my opinion should be more like that. But I can see both. I can see the other side. Too, and that's so. it, that's Hideo taking a chance. Like. Yeah, and then yeah, the, the stranding. It's like we don't we know he's good because he's taking this franchise that everyone's like over years love. Who's to say this game is going to be as iconic as those other ones? Like it could just be weird and be like, I don't know. It's not for all. <laughs> it literally is just like a backpack carrying game. <laughs> and you just gotta dodge these. He's really ones. making um uh what's the, a Katamari Damacy game? <laughs> <laughs> you start rolling and collecting shit. <laughs> Like, you, you, this crazy-ass story in the beginning, and then, like, ten minutes into the game, you just start rolling. When you see it with all the bags on the bridge, that's, like, you're working up. And then he saw the hill with the gun. He's like, I'm going to roll down there. That would be the craziest moment of that trailer. So, it's like a, it's like, so the first 30 Mads minutes. Mads Mickelson is the king. <laughs> it's the first 30 minutes is, is this, this, like, crazy, like, you know, this whole concept or whatever. And then as soon as, like, you get to the top of the hill, you start rolling down, and he just, like, starts out Katamari. And you're like, oh, fuck. A part of your shake with the hand of your soul. <laughs> Dude, blow my mind. All right. Let's bring it back. Um, do you want to go your topic now? Yeah, we can do mine. Um, right, go for it. Mine was... I don't remember what mine was. <laughs> Games and uh, difficulty. Okay, one so one difficult. So similar to what the yeah, similar to what like uh, Dark Souls has done, um, the Bloodborne games have done, is these games you, you start the game and you don't choose a difficulty. Like you literally just hit new game mm-hmm. and you start the game, and if you cannot change the difficulty, like it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, what games exist that exist now, or maybe games in, like you that obviously we've seen at E three that you want to see um, would benefit from not having a difficulty system and just being like. You hit continue, or you hit new game, and it just starts, and you don't get to choose any of this. Like, what's a good... And the, the thing is, like, with Dark Souls, it's not telling you... It's not an easy-to-follow story. Like, it's you're not playing that shit for, like, the story, pretty much. I've heard, like, you, the people that do dig yeah, in... Yeah, it gets crazy. Yeah. But playing it, like, you're not going to get that shit. You on have your to read own. into it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to... There's a lot more work to get the story. Yeah. But that's not what's causing people to want to play this. Right, it's right, that right. difficulty. It's that mastering these things. Yeah. And I think they do a really good job of the bosses not being hard in a sense of, like, they kill you, like, in, in, in one hit. Because uh, generally it does take, like, two or three hits for you to die, depending on, on your gear. It can mm-hmm. be even more. Um, but they make it a, a, a way of you to learn, like, to learn the moves and to dodge and possibly you'd never even get touched on certain boss fights. Um, but then, like, you think of <clears throat> uh, Drake, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go <laughs> to, like, the hardest difficulty crushing, <laughs> like, it, it's just, like, a cheap, like, you get... Yeah, like, they had 100% accuracy, and the bullets do 100% damage. It's very video gamey. Yeah, exactly. So... I think for a game to be successful, this is one I'm I'm, I'm going to bring up is, is specifically Drake Uncharted. I think that would be a really good game without difficulty settings. Really? But the way they would do it is um, is by dodging mechanics, same way that, that Dark Souls does. So like when they're shooting, you could you could dodge left dodge and right. Dodge bullets. Yeah, dodge bullets. Um, where if you're constantly dodging at the right time, it's like you have invincibility frames, dodge through the bullets. 
um, stuff like that's really cool because there's in, in Uncharted the very first one there's like a, a, a there's a specifically on crushing there there's a um, a boss fight at the end where you're on a on a boat and God. I start you literally start the mission dying <laughs> you start the mission dying you start you have to wait until there's a point where you don't actually die and you have to just hide for a bit to recover that health that you lost because you you get shot once yeah. and you're dead yeah. And it was the dumbest thing. So if I could just like start the mission, roll out a perfect time, and you know ignore that damage, and then just continue doing that, like it makes it so much better. So don't have it at a high difficulty, but be able to to have skill to be able to to continue on in the game. I think that's that's really cool. So Uncharted for me is okay. one of them. I have no more. You guys have, might have to correct me. I think it depends on AI design. Like if if it's not cheap. Then you don't have to change the difficulty. I'm gonna bring two examples. You guys has correct me if I'm wrong. If it, Starcraft does not have a difficulty, right? The it, story mode does. It does. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Super Mario Brothers is my second. Like the AI is not like hard, but there are challenging moments to it. Mm-hmm. So I would say like the AI ha- design has to be not cheap. Like Uncharted is super cheap. Yeah. So if the AI design is good like super mario brothers is perfect it's perfect as is i was gonna bring up mario i was gonna bring up mario odyssey as a recent example does mario have i i i have the game i have not even loaded that thing up you haven't played mario it doesn't have does it have a difficulty i don't have it though oh (laughs) does does it have a difficulty no mario's never had difficulty well it's a little too easy well, and no, it's, are, it's, hard. it's like there's how you want to go now. through it. Oh, there's a diff- oh, well, there's oh, a master there's, mode. There's a master mode, which I consider it's easy yeah, and hard, like, literally. Or yeah. fucking ultra hard, goddammit. Yeah, like in that version, like everything... Breath of the Wild, there are enemies that are really difficult, and yeah. the bosses are just easy. Easy. Like, you're talking about the Divine Beast? Yes. Yeah. Well, like, I know master mode, everything regens, so if you back off of something... You can't just chip away at it. It's gonna regen if you the yeah, ease most, off of it. most styles is you're far away shooting arrows at the guy. Oh, wow. But if you're far away, far enough away, if you hit him with an arrow and then and like if you're just spamming arrows, the second arrow before he even reaches him, his his health is already regening. Yeah. And you hit him again, and it's like click, click, click. So I think mo- I think modes like master mode, not master mode. Um, it's called uh, the trials, the sword trials, mm-hmm. or Eventide Island, yeah. where it strips you of all your gear yeah. that you've like earned through you know experience, and it puts everyone on an even playing field. It's like you just you, right? Go f- go figure mm-hmm. this shit out. I think that's a clever way of over- overcoming the obstacle of difficulty by creating innate challenges, yeah. much like uh, Dark, Dark Souls. Souls exactly. I think Mario does a cool thing where it's the it really speaks to the level designs mm-hmm. of you could like the main courses introduce levels of difficulty but because of the mechanics they've been trying to push on you they've the, the way they talk about game design is so like simple mm-hmm. it just it makes sense it's just like what well, everything's this easy like <laughs> if you think about it at that level it's just like it just the game builds itself yeah um and then they're like it naturally teaches you to play and as it progresses again dark souls i think follows a lot of this inspiration yeah. and then you know it's influenced a lot more or become more widespread um, of just like, how do you create your levels? And that holds the difficulties yeah. and the challenges within that. Um, I think though, there are some games that benefit from, I want to just comment on the idea of Difficulty. difficulties. I think games, I want, like you said, AI, I think that's a factor. I think genres could be a factor too, like, or uh, game styles, like a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. I think 
I think of like Doom and Wolfenstein, where it makes it like a just like, do you want to play on like, like pansy mode? And it like makes it like a comment, like a meta conversation with the game, where it's yeah. like, are you a pansy? And it puts like a little binky in your <laughs> mouth, like, or you want to play on like hardcore or like uh, Diablo uh, hardcore mode. Mm-hmm. You can play on this mode. It's very difficult, and you the the sac- It's like, um, the costs are the mm-hmm. stakes are high. So it's it's a milestone to succeed on that yeah. level. Um, I don't think that works when you're like a game like those more so Diablo. I don't think that you can make that work where it's like the game naturally gets harder because you can't create that stake coming in. It's mm-hmm. like putting a bet on the lines. Like I want to. But the with me, it's like challenges. Like something. It's not a first person shooter per se because. Oh no, it is. What am I talking about? Uh, Destiny. Like yeah. it, it doesn't have. A difficulty setting. Yeah, that's a great example. And so, but it, it gives you challenges. It gives you trials. It gives not trials like the the, yeah. the thing. <laughs> when you do it a raid, there are like platforming challenges. You do. There's like stuff, yeah. you know you you all got to do something at the same right. time. Um, but then it does still ramp it up in difficulty where a raid can be a normal raid or a uh, heroic or what is yeah. it? what do they call prestige it? A, a heroic prestige. challenge. Like they make these obstacles built. I think a game that could benefit from what you're saying that I had in mind was Horizon. I'd say it's much akin to Uncharted Mm -hmm. in that. And I think of it like a combination of Uncharted with Monster Hunter. It's like make the monsters and the beasts you encounter, whether you want to encounter them or not, the challenges. Like I could just bypass this this Thunderjaw or this like like crazy Thunderjaw. But if I decide to encounter it, I can like then go through this. Uh, ordeal where it's like this is difficult mm-hmm. or like much like Dark Souls too. So that would probably be my pick, but, but it, it speaks to a lot of in, in I think the design in the AI. Like yeah. you learn like when when you think about it, like how you're bringing up um, a lot of thought gets put into that. Like mm-hmm. how do we just build it in where it's yeah. seamless versus sw- flip like crank a switch between one to five? Yeah, like it's crazy. Because I I wanted to bring up like um uh, 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 Breath of the Wild. Mm. That, like, w- when the first the game first came out, there is no difficulty. Like, you literally just hit new game, and then you start the new game. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I had a wonderful time. I had a challenging time. And now that I had downloaded the um, the DLC and I got the Master Mode, I'm playing it through Master Mode. And, dude, playing it on, on, on like, just the original setting, it, it, it's, like, it's the easiest thing in the <laughs> world. It's, it's, it's near impossible to fucking beat the shit in it. <laughs> and uh, so th- what's crazy is, like, not knowing, had me not knowing that there was DLC where you have a master mode, like an ultra hard mode, I would have just been like, this is perfect, you yeah. know? But now playing an ultra hard mode, like, I realized like, I could still step it up and and having the difficulty that I've been playing at was easy as, as shit. Like, because, and you, there's still like, there's still difficult parts though in that. There's still parts where like, even though the game in general is easy, I, I still have a challenge fighting a Lionel. Yeah. Like, it's, that's still not as easy God, is. God of War is another game that comes to mind. Like I think that could have done without the, all the difficulties and just made like Valkyries in crazy yeah. difficulty and like certain fights, like the encounters, the mechanics mm-hmm. drive it. Um, but I agree with you on on Breath of the Wild. I, do you want? I wonder. Do you think it helped or hurt it that they added a master mode? I don't help. think help. I don't know. I don't like they added other stuff. There's those hardcore gamers that. I know, but I I'm I'm, I'm neutral like when it comes to me because it's it. But do you think it like it, it 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 rewarded those fans, but it like hurt the fans that are like I thought I beat the game 
and whatever I, the challenges were. In that were. case, I think it only helped because yeah. the people that are their true fans are obviously going to try to play it, and they'll either continue persistently doing, or they'll. I mean, not like true mean? fans, but like <laughs> like gamers that enjoy Zelda and challenge at the same time. Yeah, because I could enjoy Zelda for other aspects. Like exactly. I could just be like, I want to just and, traverse, and, and you'll and... never touch the master mode. You'll but, just play it on regular. I don't know. It's a part of me argues that, like when you like I've do, doing yoga classes. Yeah. A lot of times, like, all right, do this move, and it's like, like all right, I'm doing it. It's like if you really want to challenge, flip your other leg behind your head. Right. And I'm like, this is a challenge, bitch. Like, what are you saying? Like, it's <laughs> like you're making my current <laughs> achievement diminished. You know what I mean? Like. I'm, I don't see. I, no? I mean, that's just me personally because I don't see it that way. I don't see me beating the game in the original mode um, less of, an, uh, of a reward because now in, uh, a master mode exists. For me, it's like if I want. So if someone were to say right now, like, you beat Dark Souls, everyone's mm-hmm. like, Dark Souls in and of itself is difficult. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they're like, No, you've been playing normal Dark Souls. There's a hard Dark Souls. Yeah, which is Blood that, Souls. <laughs> well, I just like. <laughs> If someone says there's a hard Dark Souls, I feel like it innately says that the current Dark Souls is not hard. I so personally, I don't feel like it no. it, it diminishes well, you're my wrong. achievement no, because there is like, dude, there's people that have been Dark Souls like holy shit, mm-hmm. and we'll then there's runs. and then there's people what? that have been Dark we'll Souls no hit run. There we are people that have once. been Dark Souls playing a fucking guitar. Yeah, like for me, it's not like holy shit. Like they made me a, look like shit. That's a challenge they put on themselves, right? But because they did, they successfully did that challenge, regardless of the game not having the challenge, it it, it so it should diminish my award of beating the game in general. But it doesn't. I don't feel that way. I don't okay. feel. I see what you're saying. I don't feel like yeah. holy shit because he beat the whole game just using a guitar. Yeah, yeah. My my you know my my winning of with a regular controller is now you know means less means or... less it, okay. it doesn't for me because i i still enjoyed the challenge i still had fun and it was a reward like me beating um the witness the witness doesn't have a difficulty mm-hmm. and i beat it before roberto um you that roberto? <laughs> um i don't even know if Roberto was ever actually beaten it still damn but shots um, fired like if if he was to have beaten it in a quicker time, yeah. it, it still doesn't diminish the fact that I just beat it in general. No, you like, make a good argument. Yeah, yeah. cool. <clears throat> Any final thoughts? Uh, the final week, the DLC. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm going Next to the podcast now. What? <laughs> Ends right there. Switch Hollywood. <laughs> All right. The next topic is a <laughs> tough one. Enjoy your burrito. Whew. Um, Enjoy your burrito. So last week, Chloe Dykstra wrote an article saying she was abused by an a ex. former ex. Um, she never named the ex, but people are putting two and two together and saying that it's Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. And so, like, the backlash of this is AMC and a whole bunch of like festivals, Comic Con. Um, they're kind of like NBC. Dis- they're like disassociating with yeah, much like Chris like, Hardwick. Uh, all the other celebrities. So my question is, do you think it's fair that those companies are cutting the ties with Chris Hardwick? So specifically with, I think, AMC, he does the Talking Dead. Yeah. And I believe he's also in, in talks to do something called The Wall. That's with for him? NBC. He, oh, that's he NBC. He has that. Okay. Midnight is so with which one? He doesn't have that anyway. Oh, it's he, it, That show is done. Okay. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna just refer to both NBC and the, the AMC. So AMC 
which is the Talking Dead with him, has not completely stopped the show. They put a pause on it, I believe. They have a show called The Talking. So yeah. it's not even Talking Dead. It's he brings uh, Donald Glover was supposed to be the guest for this first episode this season, and they didn't show it. So it's just he just brings in guests. It's like a podcast, but it's a TV show. But they they haven't technically stopped the that, program. Cancel that show. Yeah, they just only put a pause on it until they can verify the allegations. Okay. Same thing with NBC. NBC because the show of The Wall, I believe, is supposed to start airing or or um, show like maybe start taping on in September. Mm-hmm. They're in a position where they're able to not say anything yet mm-hmm. and wait until what happens with the actual allegations mm-hmm. where they can make a decision. So right now, I mean, you can technically say it's on hold. Except for the Comic-Con and the festival. Yeah, because that's, all, that's yeah. right right soon. Yeah. Um, it, when it comes to the shows, I, I think they did a really good decision because this is, again, this is allegations. Mm-hmm. And I this is like a fine line walking. Like, I don't want to make the victim feel any less like you know they shouldn't have said anything or that they are wrong or or, you know or anything like that but i don't know both stories and these are just allegations at this point to at the end of her allegations they which she lists um she says she has several forms of proof Mm -hmm. to back it up and several people close to her have also verified Whether in a court, yeah, this is again, this isn't in a court area, in mm-hmm. an area of law, but um, that she spoke out. Um, yeah, I just want to add that about the, yeah. the allegations. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't, <laughs> specifically with Chris Hardwick, I, he hasn't been like a giant influence in, in like in, in my growing up or anything like that. Like, I don't, like, I'm not like, oh man, he did this for me, or he, yeah, like, yeah. you know, because he created this, I've always enjoyed this or whatever. But I, I, in a sense, admire what he had done. He he built Nerdist. You know, he built the the reputation that he has now. Um, and this is something that that usually is 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 uh, kind of pops up when whenever like stuff like this happens is um, allegations versus already just assuming that this is true. Like I, <laughs> this is a life ruining career or like thing if it, if it is true mm-hmm. and uh, you know if, if it's true like it's already ruined the yeah. life <laughs> well yeah. I, that's the thing like if it's true f him like you know fuck that shit like he should get what he deserves but if it's not true and these allegations turn out to be not true he's it's it's already harmed him and will harm him for the rest of his life mm-hmm. you know and like there's nothing that can be done like at this point like if this is not true if it's true again i'm saying like Good for it. Just good continues, for what's happening. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I don't know the the truth. I, I don't know what to say. I don't, I, I don't know what to believe. Sure, Chloe it's or, perception. Yeah. yeah, and so it, it's tough. Like it's a tough spot. Yeah, the, the victim has to say this to for it to become the limelight. But then now, now there's this. Well, now there's this view of of him, of this person that he's just a bad person in general. You know, I mean, it goes. I, I think back. I mean, we had a we had an in depth conversation of like, can you separate a per, an individual and their personal actions with their work? Mm-hmm. And like, if like Bill Cosby and we talked about Kevin Spacey when those were happening on a prior episode, and I thought we like touched on a lot of interesting things. I think back to those thoughts a lot of whenever because it's happened many times yeah. since then. Um, I look at like for me what he, what the like his podcast. The podcast was his main source that I took in mm-hmm. from from the 
Hardwick. Which is the talking? Or? No, no, it's just he the Nerdist. Nerdist. It, it's, oh, now, it, it's now he's changed. ID10T. He, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's more or less the same, but he's separated from Nerdist yeah. before this happened. Um, and from that, I took away, like, the main positive things I took out of that were spotlights on, like, people that are creators. I learned through that that creators tend, successful creators tend to just be the people that are, like, I should do this, and they did it. Like mm-hmm. they, all they did was just follow through. They weren't the best at it or anything. They just started doing what they said Kept to do. Whereas other people just stopped doing. It. Yeah. yeah, they did a podcast for seventy-two <laughs> episodes, then became famous yeah. immediately after. Um, <laughs> but like seeing that, and I learned to admire those individuals. So he p- put a spotlight on those people, and I don't think that this diminishes that for me. No, like yeah. I still value those lessons I've learned. Um, I do think. It highlights other lessons. Like for me, I, I feel bad if I mean, in the, if it's true, I feel um, horrible for the relationship they were in because mm-hmm. I knew someone very close um, many years ago that went through a very similar thing of like an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. and it's not as straightforward as I'm just gonna leave you. Like yeah. I know it's it. You look at it, it's like you have a choice. Yeah. Why, why don't you just leave? But it's like everyone's chemistry is different. People can like. Mm-hmm take advantage of how your personality is maybe you're more passive or maybe you're very easily swayed or mm-hmm. however the d- relationships are or maybe you have an anxiety or something that they prey on or yeah. another person could prey on and you you hope for the best out of a person to like not to respect you and to treat you like an equal but n- not every case is like that so it's very likely that that could have that just as easily could have happened versus also her taking advantage of a situation um it's hard. I, I definitely don't want to, like, I I can't imagine, because she was saying in the, in the allegations, like, she was blacklisted, and it ruined her opportunities yeah, for careers. Yeah, broken up, like, yeah, like, like him and an, another individual close to them um, made it through great lengths to make sure she couldn't get work. And I'm like, fuck. And, and this within, like... that's That, for me, was one of the big parts, so I'm like, you... If that, if again, these allegations yeah. are accurate, that is a very impactful thing what, outside of like your emotion. For me, is also for like, for these these victims in the entertainment industry, this is like a reoccurring thing. Like you become blacklisted, like you you no longer Just get these social circles yeah, and inner exactly. circles. And, and like, similar to like victims from Weinstein, yeah, they were like, you know, I was threatened with with being blacklisted, yeah, you know, and that that's 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 career breaking because I'm already in this this thing, you know, yeah. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. And so I think I learned a lesson in that, like, I want to raise awareness, like use this, this story Mm -hmm. as an opportunity to raise awareness for like, don't put up with shitty relationships. Like that should be something that a takeaway we as like people that are just seeing this rather than like casting judgment on our level. I feel like the studios are going to handle it. The people involved should handle it. Um, public perception will obviously change just even if it's not true but i think i'm just going to take out of it like all right whatever happens to ha- him happens to him mm-hmm. that's for them to decide it's, it's a personal squabble that's put on like a spotlight but like to me i want people to have healthy relationships whether it's friends yeah or your significant other like there should be less of those shitty sort of things yeah like regardless of, like if this is true or if it's not true like someone out there has has had a relationship like this and that sucks. So mm-hmm. you're saying more love, more especially love. to the furries. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. <laughs> you can't say no. You just can't say no. <laughs> they can love in their neck of the woods. <laughs> just not near me. <laughs> oh, 
keep it yeah. keep it to themselves. What do you what do you we're, yeah, we're dude. What are, what are your so I didn't know I thought his shows were canceled. So I so was I, the the current statement I'm reading. I was when you were talking yeah. about it, I was looking into it. This so, is specifically for talking? So a- a- I'll talk AMC. about first AMC so and then I'll I, talk if about if I said his shows were canceled, I was like, Dan, that's pretty messed up. Just from an allegation. So but I know his his moderations are canceled. Yes. AMC has cut t- uh, the network's decision. Okay, we have a positive working relationship with Hardwick for many years. We take the troubling allegations that surfaced yesterday very seriously. While we assess the situation, talking with Chris Hardwick will not air on AMC. Chris has decided to step aside from moderating mm-hmm. and planned AMC and BBC America panels at Comic Con. And that's all I'm seeing for the AMC one. And for the NBC one, they said these allegations about took us by surprise. We've had a positive relationship with him. However, we take allegations of misconduct very seriously. Um, production of the, of the Wall does not begin until September. In the meantime, we will continue to assess the situation yeah. and take appropriate actions. So no, no official cancellation, mm. from my understanding. But Comic Con panels are. Yeah, I think it's just they're just it's early. It's like it's happening, gonna happen soon. in a month. Yeah. And yeah. in addition to that, it's a live area, mm-hmm. so like you're gonna get like people yeah. that could be volatile. Yeah. Either which either which way. Mm-hmm. So sorry, going back to. Uh, yeah, so if it's on hold, then it's okay. I thought I thought his shows were like canceled, and I was like, "That's the, the pretty thing." Is up. like, obviously, like if if it's not true, his he is not blacklisted, but he this is har- This is gonna harm his career yeah. for the rest of his life. This is on there, you know. Like people are like, "Oh, that was the guy who got allegated, like who got these allegations against him," regardless of whether it's true or not. Th- I mean, some of it, like s- some of the general things she said about him, were like he's very business focused, and that innately has some like personality things to it, where it's like everything you're th- you're thinking about is going to go into what yeah. you're working on. So, just the the way that I I like kind of like this news hit me is I was seeing people referring her and saying like, "Holy shit! I just read this story from like my best friend from a really good friend." from this person I admire and but yet it wasn't linking the story I couldn't find it and then finally there was someone who was like if you haven't read this from my friend read this now and it, it was a link directly to the medium yeah um and I I didn't read the whole thing I read like the the first paragraph which indicates like you start reading like oh she's talking about a, she a, goes through like the whole yeah, series and of, like I did I stopped from that I was like this is a, it's gonna be a big read well there is one time. part that her mother like attested to and it was. Did you read it? Have you? Oh, well, this is. I'll talk okay. about it. Okay. Yeah. No, no, talk, go for it. Have you met them before? Both Chris Hardwick and. I've actually met both of them. I. At PAX, when I went, she was going down the escalator in cosplay, and I was going up, and I'm like, I know her. And I have Because the main thing them. I know her from is they had a cosplay photo of Bioshock Infinite. I've and seen them, haven't met them. The facade, I mean, if. They, they seem like a happy couple. Like, when I met them, I was like, oh, shit. This is. They're good chemistry. Yeah. But it could have been all a facade. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, pe- they at the end like they're in the spotlight, so mm-hmm. they're putting on like smiles all the time. Um, what I was gonna say was, so in in a lot of what she said, mm-hmm. one of them was she was in the, she was hospitalized for I forget what wh- which it was. She was either she's like losing her hair and she was starving herself. Yeah. Like she was going yeah, through a lot anorexia, of like, yeah. And she was in the hospital, and it affected her um, menstrual cycle. I and and this. then um, 
her mother was there and Hardwick was there and the doctor's like, she's going to be okay. And Hardwick said something along the line. I, I forget what he exactly said, but it was something regarding like, when, like, is she okay for us to have sex? Like, I want to oh, have, yeah, yeah. like, I want to be able like, that's important to me. And then the mom was like, are you fucking like in her presence? Was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? So I feel like if you're, mo- I feel like some parts of it, I don't know how much of the whole thing, but I feel like certain parts of like, it's going to be hard to like, not, not see. <laughs> It's so detailed, which is crazy, and it makes it's very detailed. Yeah. So So I'm I'm assuming you read the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I I'm out of that. It it just she goes through a lot of it. She's like she's got into the relationship. There was there was initial like they had ground rules and like he's like you're not allowed to see other guys. You're not you're not allowed to go out past certain times. You're not allowed to drink. You're not Mm -hmm. allowed like a lot of rules. And she agreed to them. And then they went through, and it it sucked obviously. And then. There was other parts where he like started like s- passive aggressively throwing jabs at her and doing all these things and like the keeping the image and then he would go and do things and then it just like and then she's like okay, then we broke up and then I went through a hard like a lot of hard times and all this stuff and that's one of the things I think escalated and she goes through a detail of like all that timeline and where she's at now and then what she needed she just needed to get this off of her chest yeah. in a safe space and um, she didn't like she didn't share it. I think because she had so many close yeah. friends that wanted to support her, they shared it, mm-hmm. and that's how it seems like what yeah. you heard it from. Um, I, was, I was talking to Vargas before we were driving here. I, dude, listening to his podcast, I could see him like that, but at the same time, I could see him not like that. I'm very like split. I, I could 50. very easily see him like the one one of the ones I listened to was him and Gary Oldman. Uh huh. And he's talking to him about a like Gary Oldman had a very close relationship with David Bowie. They were really good friends. And you hear Gary Oldman starting to tear up. Mm-hmm. And the way Hardwick was, like, pressing him, and this is, again, perception. At the time, I tried to, I told this story to a friend, and I, I, it just it stayed the same. Like, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Was he just kept pushing him for, like, like, if you're going through a hard time with, like, a friend that's very close to you passing away, and you know that moment is coming for that friend. And I'm warned, I was like, but... How, like I want to, I want a juicy. Like I'm like yeah. inching for a juicy scoop yeah, from you about that. that, that, and I'm like, man, he's in a hole. he's in a spot right now. Like, like give him give him a sec. like that sort of stuff. Like rubbed me the wrong way. So, Whereas other conversations, like with Keanu or with like Seth MacFarlane, I'm like, all right, they're having fun. They're just yeah. But I, so before these allegations, seeing that through Chris Hardaway, I would see it as like this is someone who's like done a lot of hosting. Yeah, and it's like it's like that thing where it's like I want. I want there to be more to this so that the, it's more interesting for everyone in general. I don't know how I would have taken it listening before this, but now it's like, yeah, you 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 have this idea of him, and you're like, he's abusive generally in, in general. You know, like he's he's doesn't care about those emotions, and he's pushing you for just better better content for his own thing. You know, kind of thing. Um, the, the thing in the article that it does seem true where she's like oh yeah he just loves being around celebrities he just like wants to be a celebrity i'm just like well like i could kind of see that like that yeah it's like holy shit i mean you look at what like i i told you about my positive experience Mm -hmm. i'm sure he's had a positive influence on many people making it cool like okay and positive to be a nerd or be a geek or whatever didn't you say that someone like backed him up and was like there's no adam corolla backed him up saying he's like a he's the kindest soul like there's no way that and will wheaton is supposed to tweet something he hasn't tweeted it yet he's like a, a best buddy of his so i'm like if anyone knew anything <laughs> but i'm he, sure he probably he's kno- also someone i saw share 
Chloe's story. Mm. He was like, I can't believe it's happened. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine. So it's and crazy. It's like, so but he should have known. You never know. Like some people keep their relationship. Like, That's the pers- thing. Again, like w- with Adam Carolla and Chris Hardwick, like Adam is like going out of the limelight and the mm. spotlight and mm. being like, there's no way this is possible. But the thing is, like, there's things people do that's that's out of the spotlight, out of any mm-hmm. kind of view of the cameras that you you might never know about, you know, mm-hmm. until right. stuff like this happens where it gets out because, you know, someone finally had either the courage or it got leaked out or whatever to, to, to say something like this. So I the thing is, like, I just I can't say for sure, regardless of me. I've never knew yeah. him personally, so I can't even say, you know. But I feel like there's even people I know personally where it's like I. I don't know what happens in the background, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I have coworkers where like dudes like you hear hardcore Christian, like, but I I could easily also believe that, that he like, for beats example, his wife, you know. Kalosh is an underground furry, but you know <laughs> the exterior is showing not the furry. opposite. I mean, you, you're you're making comments about my my He's body hair is <laughs> Is insulting, right? and we've never seen the side of him before. Watch, you know? I go to a furry convention, I see Kurosh. What the? F- you won't know it's him. He's in under. That's true. <laughs> That's true. This is bullying, and this is like <laughs> abuse. And I'm going on the record now, of speaking out about this. <laughs> but I mean, like, you gotta be brave. Sometimes you gotta like watch Stranger Things season two in secret, and then like hide that bottle it up, all, and then <laughs> I've only seen season you know, episode one. I've seen the whole season. <laughs> I've seen more uh, My Hero Academia. That's the other Woo! thing. Is that we didn't talk about. Let's go back I'm to like, what you've been up to. I'm like halfway through season two. I've seen all season one. It's on, it's on. It's only on third season right now. So. I heard it's good. That's one that's I watched, always recommended. I watched me. the first episode. It was way too monologue but the second episode was better. Yeah. I just don't like it when they cry every five seconds. I know. Like Attack on Titan, everyone talks about how amazing the show is. Everyone's crying like and monologuing. You should read Berserk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so just I, watch that video. I, I would, I would Griffith. love to continue talking about this. I feel like we need to just steer back though to more okay. serious. Topic. I thought we were done with that. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to go from like I that know, I know, serious I know, I know. note to like just. So, like, final thoughts then? Where do you guys? Um, I again like the it, correct it's, it's measures such, were taken. Yeah, I feel by like the, the companies. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, I, I feel like I don't know if you, if you, if this is how you phrase a question, but the way I took it from, from like the, the text that we always text about for our topics, um, I, I think ultimately I feel like the studios took the correct, um, and then for, for the more recent stuff, I feel like that's also the correct step is, is either a hiatus or if it's too, too soon from the, from the allegations. Like, you do have to cancel things out because you don't know what's going to happen now. You don't know if someone's just going to be like, I was Cleo's best friend. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I feel like I was Cleo's best friend. I don't fucking actually know her. And I go attack Chris Hardwick because he's moderating this panel that, sure, yeah. you know, I know I can get close to him or whatever. So, I feel like these these steps were right. Um, and, and But when it comes to, like, stuff like this, it gets it's a tough, like, thing to walk. Like, if it's true, if it's not true, and stuff like that. So I think... This is not the studios. I think people on the internet are just drawing sides way too quick and without even getting the and whole it's, picture. It's and always going to be like that, which is why it's such a just like, a tough thing to go through. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the people on the internet need to like chill. Not not chill, but don't draw Conclusions. a side. Yeah, yeah, too soon. Well, the, yeah, they're, they they got soon. their pitchforks like ready to go on a, any ready to go. I, I thought they already threw them. You know, it was like <laughs> read their first letter and they start throwing the pitchforks. 
Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. You're you're right on that. It's a tough situation. I think people that um, are in situations that are like that shouldn't be afraid to speak up. Yeah. I think the studios handle are handling it, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, very I think well. they're handling it fair. I mean, if I were to take this like in a regular like office environment, if I if a coworker might like went to HR and reported it, mm-hmm. um, that that HR would then speak to that person and take I feel like the appropriate measures, and then you handle it. I feel like this is that on a spotlight. Yeah. So you got public opinion. You got the, all this stuff. The thing is, like, I do feel like I'm being biased though, because I I do feel like I have a better connection to Chris than I do like Weinstein. So like regardless of whether Weinstein's were, were, were like just allegations or whether they were true, I might mean it that I was like, fuck that dude. Like I didn't even I didn't know him. I didn't care. So like whether they were true or not, I was like, I don't care about that dude. I don't know, but with Weinstein it just it so many people are saying it, it's like damn. Like even with the first few, I I was immediately like, I oh, fuck oh. that dude. But with Chris it's like now I'm just like I don't know what's right or wrong, you know, kind of thing. And I'm not I don't want to say like it's it's right that he did it because if he did it, I that's the wrong part. Right, right. right. There are allegations, and I don't know what, who's who's right or who's wrong, kind of thing. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel bad that I'm biased on this, you know, and I because I, I you're familiar with it, and that's always tough with these. Like yeah. if you grew up watching movies about or watching, you know, someone close that you that you knew in this mm-hmm. public spotlight, and then you find out something like like this about them yeah i'm sure it'd be difficult mm-hmm. to disassociate yeah. their work from their exactly. their personal lives and but part of the part of the world <laughs> not everyone's as clear-cut as they may seem or sometimes they're you know real all right um, so now that we're done with this topic we can talk about berserk you, you, no i want to talk about i saw annihilation and that shit was last of you. us meets like death stranding to me but you read the book the first book and it's somewhat like it uh-huh but visually, it was beautiful. Like I love the visuals. I have you watched Arrival? Arrival, yeah. Which one do you like more? I think Arrival is more cohesive. I think Annihilation is more weird. Like what I was saying earlier, it was like I like this, this is kind of like different. I I'm not 100 percent like this is fucking the best. Like I know some people were like this is the best movie of the year. Other people were like this is other shit. I'm more of like I had a different time. That was a cool experience. It was good. With me, Annihilation does a really good job of explaining things, but I still feel like it's overlooked. Um, I guess when it comes to the ending, I feel like it did a good job of. So the reason why these, it's hard to explain it. It's it's hard to explain without (laughs) ruining. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Um, I'm trying to read the book. Crazy things happen. happen. Crazy things happen, and throughout the 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 um the time being in this the setting Annihilation, um. It, it makes sense why these these things are happening. I'm still not satisfied, though. Did you read all three books? I read the first one, which is the only one this is based on. Okay. And I've heard it takes a lot of departures from the book. So there could be a part two and part three of this. The, he, the director said when he before he started the movie, after he finished the movie, after all the results, he never intended on, never plans on doing a sequel. He oh, just nice. wanted to make one movie. Yeah. And just tell that story. This is perfect. And. I read a, a tw- uh, Reddit comment about um, allegories and metaphors mm. of the movie, wow. and that gave me perspective to the movie. Mm. I feel like the way that that person described it and what it could mean potentially, yeah, 
was a really cool interpretation and like if i watched it again i could appreciate some of those aspects gotcha. i can tell you later but yeah it was really that additive level to it and i like when movies have that where it's like it's open this felt like a very artistic funky movie and it was open to interpretations yeah. so that was fun red box it so. nice so, so you With, spent like three bucks because you didn't return it the first day I did return. I turned it the next day. I was like, I'm not making that mistake. Again. I hate. That's the only thing. That's what I loved about Blockbuster had, um, kind of like a Netflix type thing back when like there was it actual did. physical DVDs, mm-hmm. and and same thing with Netflix. Like you you get a DVD, you f- keep it as long as you want, and just, just, you can't get a new one. Yeah, until you, you return just it. can't get a new one until you return it. So that's fine. You got three but of them, Redbox right? is now like every day you have it, it's an extra dollar. Boom. And then, you know, a year, three hundred sixty bucks is what you just spent. Damn. <laughs> so while while you're looking for that. Redbox, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at Redbox360, uh, the Fulio365 on Instagram, and the Fulio on all other social media. Griffith did nothing wrong. You can find me at, at The Last Bosses. You can find me at Creature Prime. You can find us all at the weekly DLC. Thanks for joining us on one of our summer episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, until next time, we'll enjoy your burrito. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we will <laughs> DLC. You later.